I'm Dave Nordman, executive editor of the Telegram Gazette, joined in this voice of business by Tim Murray, CEO and president of the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. Welcome, Tim. Thank you, Dave. I want to thank uh, Fidelity Bank uh, for, for making uh, the voice of business happen as our sponsor and thank the Telegram for facilitating this uh, opening segment. Yeah, and it's... Uh you know, it's uh, the weather's getting warmer. Uh, April is is uh, is upon us. Uh, the Woo Sox are about to uh, take the field, at least at least now. Um, um, you know, with their um, uh, minor league workouts. So, uh, some exciting news. It is good stuff. Yeah, they're going to be an alternate site, so you'll have baseball going on uh, even before the, the 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 Worcester Red Sox have their inaugural home game on May 11th. But um, I was driving by this weekend, and they're working on the ballpark uh, on the outside, but the, the field looks ready to go. Oh yeah, yeah, it's exciting and uh, exciting things happening at the chamber as well. Yeah, well, like baseball, we're a calendar-driven organization, and uh, this time of year, two of our programs, you know, one which has been a long-time program that's been running by the chamber leadership Worcester and the other one which is relatively new uh, going on its sixth year startup Worcester but both of those programs are uh, right now accepting applications and you know for some of our, our listeners who may not be familiar with leadership Worcester it's a group of you know any, anywhere between 25 and 30 individuals who are selected you know through a committee uh, of, of, of volunteers at the chamber uh, who engage in a, uh, basically a year-long process to do a deep dive into learning about the different economic sectors that drive the economy, learn about the, the government and how it works, you know, the, the, the intersection between local government, the unique nature of Worcester's local government in terms of the modified Plan E, you know, working with state and local federal officials in the, judici- in, the, in, the, in the courts and judiciary. They spend a day on the arts and cultural, the healthcare sector, higher ed. And uh, one day a month, these, this cohort gets together and they kick the season off with a, a two-day kind of retreat gathering. And then, you know, one day uh, a month for nine to 10 months, they meet uh, and then graduate and really build a network, a professional network, a personal network, friendships that hopefully help them both personally and professionally for the rest of their careers here in Worcester and Central Mass, but also in doing so, hopefully find ways to strengthen and give back. Yeah, just an awesome program. And, uh, you know, one of those programs, that's uh, kind of a unique program to the area. It is. And it's, uh, you know, something that's not without, you know, requiring some commitment. There's a real commitment of time that's expected. Um, you know, employers can nominate uh, individuals. Individuals can, can uh, you know, nominate themselves. There is a financial commitment, though I don't want that to discourage anyone because we, when we restarted the program back Seven years ago, we did raise money from the business community to create a scholarship fund. So there are scholarships available as well. So we're really excited about the the, the Leadership Worcester program cohort. People go into the Chamber website, worcesterchamber.org, uh, and, and look for the Leadership Worcester program link and learn about that. And then the other one is Startup Worcester. Yeah, and that's um, uh, sixth year for Startup Worcester? Yeah, our sixth year. And, you know, we use three words to try to frame our work every day at the Chamber. Recruit, recruit new businesses, jobs, and investment into the region. Retain, pursue policies and programs that help 
companies that are here, existing companies grow and expand, and then incubate. How do we incubate new businesses, whether it be you know, focusing on our, our college students or recent grads or our you know, immigrant community, um, newcomers you know, to, to the region. So we've got a series of programs that, to, to do that. But the Startup Worcester program is kind of aimed at our college, our recent college graduate who are interested in starting a business. You know, looking- and this is yeah, this is your effort to really, if they're going to start a business somewhere, you want it to be in Worcester, and that's what this program is all about. We do right, and our executive vice president Karen Pelletier, who also oversees our education and workforce development initiatives, uh, you know, has contacts at the different campuses. We uh, partner in that program with Venture Forum and the Work Lab, and the Work Lab has uh, co-working space and, and shared space over at Portland Street in the Printers Building, and so. Those those uh, individuals that are selected to participate in the startup Worcester program get space over at the work lab. Uh, there's some financial assistance and then programming that helps them, you know, learn how they can take their business to the next level, how they can grow it, access to capital, get business plans, uh, you know, products, uh, leasing, um, you know, all of those things are part of it. Um, and um, and the good news is, you know. We've seen a number of the graduates from the different startup Worcester cohorts go on to start ongoing businesses that are employing people right now. Yeah, and there's um, uh, there's no no um, no cost or charge for the applications. Um, yeah, startup Worcester to, to apply, you know, is is free, and uh, there's really no cost other than you know the, the time. But there are a lot of you know tangible benefits that would save a, a, a business. You know, and one of the things we hear about that people really enjoy is. You know, when they're part of this cohort and they're over at the work lab, which has staff uh, as well to kind of help in the venture forum, you know, they become part of a community that can be supportive of one another. You know, starting a business is hard, especially when it's new. And so, you know, there's just a a lot of support in that in that regard. Uh, And when people come together and are having a shared experience, Uh, the, the leadership Worcester program, as I mentioned, you know, there is a cost to that program. And many employers, you know, uh, contribute to that. And in some cases, as I mentioned, scholarships are available. But in either situation, Dave, the participant in the program is asked to contribute something, mm-hmm. uh, you know, maybe a couple hundred dollars so that, you know, everybody's got skin in the game and, and invested in, in the program. If people invest in it, generally, they're going to take it much more seriously. And, uh, you know, from both programs and the feedback that we've got from graduates and the fact that many of them kind of continue to stay involved in different ways uh, reinforces, I think, the benefit that they get out of it. Yeah, I was on the uh, I was on the Worcester Chamber dot uh, org website uh, looking at uh, you have the snapshots of some of the uh, the previous cohort cohorts, and it's just fascinating to to read. Um, all of the people who have taken advantage of this program over the last five years. Yeah, and and you know, really, the businesses range to, uh, you know, uh, how to make the the next generation safest uh, condom to how do you uh, you know create the new most innovative uh, video and digital you know gaming. Uh, how do you provide you know products that help support uh, manufacturing in terms of lean uh, and and metallurgical stuff you know metallurgical products that can be used in the defense and aerospace industry i mean it uh, to kind of you know some some nonprofit that oriented some educationally focused really a broad array but again you know you're tapping on the talent and interests of many of our college students that graduate from our local college and university, some students who come back, or you know, young entrepreneurs who just say, you know, I want to try something. Right, and uh, you know, again, it's just uh, two two programs that are just uh, a great thing for the 
for the Worcester business community and those looking to be involved in the Worcester business community and, you know, uh, the startup Worcester um, and the things that go along with it, obviously uh, not to be understated, but um, a, a year membership in the Worcester Chamber of Commerce and, and all of the uh, the connections that go along with that. Yeah, you know, that's an ancillary benefit that comes with being part of the startup Worcester, you know, cohort. And, you know, when people are in the Leadership Worcester program, we, you know, many of the individuals, that are, are uh, in the Leadership Worcester program, the business or organization that, that may be sponsoring them are oftentimes members of the chamber. But certainly in the start of Worcester, you know, they have access to all of our programs and events to kind of further expand their network and, and grow their understanding of the community. And, you know, that's important. And, and just to go back to the Leadership Worcester program, I mean, you know, when people have a real build a network and have a real understanding of, you know, the different neighborhoods and the diversity of the city and the opportunities to serve, whether it be on nonprofit boards that focus on our young people or the environment, um, you know, whatever it may be, um, uh, you know, they find ways to give back and it strengthens the community. So that's an element of the Leadership Worcester program. It's also service. You know, after they graduate, can they find a way to give back collectively or individually? Yeah, it's uh, uh, two outstanding programs. Um, what else is uh, what else is happening at the uh, the chamber these days, Tim? Yeah, well, you know, we, we've got some programming coming up that I think you'll find interesting. You know, as as vaccinations, you know, get distributed, more manufactured and distributed, um, and more age groups it becomes available to. You know, the question is, uh, you know, employers and and what obligations do they have? And if people want to go on the chamber website, one of our chamber seminar series, we're going to have some experts on, you know, in ask, asking the question and then answering the question. You know, can employers require individuals to to get vaccinated and you know uh, so that it's, that's going to be an, an interesting topic and I know that's one that the, the telegrams focused on as well yeah absolutely and uh, and reading uh, reading the la- latest chamber newsletter uh, seems to be uh, you know no shortage of news in uh, in the business local business community yeah no a, a lot of, a lot of stuff going on and you know one of the things that to support the business community when we want to make sure people understand out there is you know right now kids are going back to school, but, yep. you know, especially for seventh and eighth graders right now, they're going to be making decisions about where they you know, want to go to high school. Uh, we also have, you know, people that are in high school that may want to broaden, you know, their learning or, or skills training. And in the most recent edition of the Chamber Exchange newspaper, you know, we, uh, David Sullivan, our economic development fellow, did a story about the, the vocational technical programs that are available to Worcester kids and, and, and adults. And yes, Worcester Technical High School has a whole myriad of programs, but we want parents and families and kids and sometimes even educators themselves to know that at each one of the high schools in Worcester, there are Chapter 74 vocational technical programs that students can take advantage of that provide them, you know, an educational experience, but also a skills development experience. North High, very focused on healthcare, um, and and these are Chapter 74 programs that are approved by the state that meet work requirements. Uh, it, it, there's, you know, childcare, early childcare, and and. Uh, uh, diesel tech, techno, te, uh, technology program at South High. Um, and at Darty, there's an engineering program. In Burncoat, there's a, a couple of programs. So, you know, people, if they're interested and they want to know more, please call the chamber. We, you know, we're happy to link them up with the right people at the Worcester Public Schools. And why is that important for the chamber? Because our employers need, you know, individuals with these skills. And in the same way, Dave, we were just talking about small business development, if people have these skills, they you know have that extra 
um, you know, uh, ammunition, if you will, for the, you know, to, that they're armed. If they ever want to start their own business, they've got skills that that can translate into, you know, a, a living and earnings. So, you know, this we're very focused on education and workforce development. The Worcester Public Schools, you know, they touch twenty six thousand kids each and every day, and there are programs as well, the career pathway programs, where students at the high schools can also go up to Worcester Tech after school, uh, and there's an innovation pathways, which is also another skills development. So if there's any parent out there, teacher, you know, grandparent, guardian that wants to kind of learn the options for, for their, their students, um, you know, please, we, we can play a role in, in, in connecting you with the right people in the Worcester Public Schools so you can make an informed decision because there are some good options out there, especially relating to vocational technical training at, at some of the schools other than Worcester Technical High School and options after school at Worcester Technical High School as well. Yeah, that's great. And then uh, obviously, like you mentioned, you can find uh, all of the contact information at, at WorcesterChamber.org. That's really the, the place to get the information. That's right. Right. Uh, and one other, uh, before we before we go, one other uh, uh, program I think worth noting is the, uh, the HR Roundtable, uh, HR for non-HR professionals. Um, and not everybody, and myself included, is not an HR professional, but but we're always thrown into the HR role. And uh, this seems just like another uh, very interesting, uh, you know, uh, roundtable seminar programming of the uh, of the chamber. Yeah. You know, Dave, I'm, I'm glad you, you mentioned that because, you know, if, if anything, this pandemic, you know, uh, has, has highlighted is you know, you've got to make decisions that impact people. And sometimes, you know, it's layoffs. Sometimes it's furloughs. Sometimes just, hey, how, how and where you're going to work is going to be different. Anybody who's managing people, you don't have to have the title of human resources director, but anyone who's managing people certainly should be cognizant of some of the, the best practices that are out there, as well as the federal and state laws that exist that all factor in in decision making. And so, and, and it's also an example of the value that a, the membership in the chamber that can provide, you know, 80% of our, 80, 85% of our members are small businesses. They don't have an HR director. The owner is the, you know, HR director, the maintenance person, the, the buyer, um, you know, uh, the, the sales business development person. So it, it's an opportunity for, for anyone who's managing people, uh, at, at any of our chamber member businesses or organizations to, to learn and, and, and get some questions asked and get some guidance on best practices. Yeah, and, and uh, Karen Rhodes is the presenter there. And um, uh, next Tuesday, April 6th at, uh, at 2 p.m. That's right. So, again, people can go on the website and register, uh, and uh, that's good. that'll be a good program. And the HR Roundtable is, is one that uh, I know people look forward to. Awesome. That's Tim Murray, CEO and President of the Worcester Regional Chamber of Commerce. I'm Dave Nordman, Executive Editor of the Telegram and Gazette. Uh, we'll do it again next week, Tim. Sounds good. Thanks, Dave.